1: It's Life is Dope Podcast. I'm your man Graffiti.
2: And I'm Davey. What's good?
1: Shit, everything, man. We got some special guests. Again, go ahead and let's get these sponsors out the way.
2: Yeah, let's pay these bills real quick. Hell yeah. This episode of Life is Dope has been brought to you by Fun, a creative supply shop located at 31st and Blake in the Rhino Art District in Denver, Colorado. For a full list of design, print, and creative services available, visit artperil.com. He's trying
1: not to laugh because he does this shit so professionally. <laughs> <laughs> Go oh, ahead, yeah,
2: bro. <laughs> the set curator for Life is Dope is Duncan Dash Designs. For all of your interior design and art curator needs, visit DuncanDash.com. Ooh. Catering and beverages sponsored by Barrel Beer Company, located... See? See? <laughs> See? Yeah. Y'all gasped me too much. See? <laughs> yes. Drink the beer, yeah, Right. The beer it is delicious. Beer. Get you drunk just quick. drink it.
1: Man, if you listen, you know what it is. If you're just now listening, Barrel's Beer Company. It's delicious, it's our number one sponsor. Keep supplying us <clears throat> check. and check them out at
2: barrelbeerco.com. Hell yeah! What else we got? Uh, we got the sessions, it's every other Sunday. You can check them out on uh, the sessions HD at Facebook Live if you're a big hip hop fan, if you're a fan of that real hop bars, not that. Fake hop <laughs> <was a> Fake <laughs> <pop>. <laughs> I mean that that's the That's the dichotomy yeah. wait, right It's, either, the it's either real or it's fake right Yeah uh, Yeah check out the sessions HD Word Or uncut One of those Yeah, <laughs> yeah Shout do. out to all the sponsors You bound to, to get it right If us. you just keep typing the session. You're yeah, gonna you find it. Shout them. out to all
1: our sponsors We fuck y'all up every week And y'all still stick with us So we love y'all Y'all the real MVPs
2: <laughs> <laughs> Check out uh, DopeBrand.co
1: Yes DopeBrand.co it's Get fresh so dope. And download the Plug Radio app, man, nothing but that exclusive, underground, independent,
2: unsigned, fire. Yeah, we're going to have some Kid Vegas music. No, Kid Vegas is already playing on the plug. Yeah,
1: definitely, you can hear him on the plug right now. Word, man. So we in there. All right, man, so we got a special guest in the building.
2: Who we got in the building today? So?
1: Chill. (laughs) You know how how New York means Chill. This nigga right here, uh, he been around for a minute, man. He 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 been on the scene since before he was supposed to be on the scene. The nigga was like twelve, out here in the club and shit. <laughs> Businessman, rapper, writer, entrepot, negro, my man's Kid Vegas. Hey man. My God. What's good, brother?
3: Man, I'm blessed. I'm so blessed, man. Thank y'all for having me. Oh, and without a doubt. It's cool to cup kick and drink beer with my niggas.
1: Hell yeah, hell yeah. So uh I gotta put this out there early. When Bro hit us, he was like, "Don't hold back on the question." Nah. So we ain't gonna hold back on the question. Make sure your
2: media training is tight when you come here. Right.
1: I'm ready. Hey, hey, we gotta piss some people off. You got to, man. But just for the record, we we just asking questions (laughs) (laughs) before y'all in my inbox again. (laughs) I'm just asking the questions. I'm just a host, man. I'm just a host. Yeah, we just yeah. But fuck all that. We'll get to that later. So my guy, for the people that don't know, introduce yourself and let them know. Man, Kid Vegas, born and raised in Denver, Colorado. Uh, been songwriting, music, doing music my whole life.
3: Uh, you know, i dabbling in other things. Music is just kind of the commercial of it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I try to focus on just being an entrepreneur in general. Uh, Vice president, late night crew, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Shout out to late night crew. Uh, you know, none, nobody special, man. Just trying to grind a kid
1: just like everybody else. Trying to, trying to be modest and shit, trying to be <laughs> modest and shit. Hey man, so how long you been making music? How long you been rapping?
3: Man, I've been doing music since I was five years old. So I started out, honestly, my dad was a, uh, a pastor. He had a church, and we used to travel. We used to travel and minister in other churches. So I started out at five doing that, and, I mean, he had us really pretty much running everything. So I learned kind of both sides of being a performer and kind of running, like, sound engineering and, like, you know, recording all the tapes and recording all the sounds and doing all of that. So I learned that and had a great interest in that, like very, very young. Right. You know what I mean? Like around five. Started traveling about seven. Um and then I started recording probably about thirteen. Thirteen okay. is when I really started first recording before then, um we used to just have other artists. Like there was a group from L. A. called the Gospel Gangsters. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all know about that. Yeah, it might <laughs> sounds, be funny, but look funny at them them, them. them guys traveled, toured, and everything. Um, the Gospel got that bag yeah. Okay. So they actually did some songwriting for us as like we was younger and shit. And then when I when I Got older, my family kind of went through a divorce and all that thing. I kind of like, you know, branched out and started doing my own thing and started recording like 13, 13 14. So. Right, what, what was your rap name back then? Man, the <laughs> first one was, uh, they used to call, I wanted to be called Caesars. Caesars like Jesus. Because uh. my first name is Colin, I had to see, so I was like, call me Caesars. Then that branched into little C, mm. and then I started banging on these niggas. And you was Lil Fox. <laughs> 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 hey, that's when I met this <laughs> <laughs> crazy ass little folks. Well, damn, yeah, yeah. So, um, what, I rock with that for a minute, but you, you, you He's
2: in, in the allegedly,
3: allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Okay. That's what we, we we was banging, you know. We we, we thought we was banging, uh, um, you know, out here in Colorado, you don't really have to bang, right? <laughs> but we, cho- <laughs> we chose to bang, yeah. so you know, that's what we were doing at that time, and it, you know, kinda grew up matured and realized I needed to rebrand myself and I didn't think Lil Foes would sell mm-hmm. too many records. Check out that Lil Foes. <laughs> <laughs> and he had the a fo- Z, so many. Like, Forzy Foles- Man, everybody fucked it up. Everybody fucked it up. Yeah. Um uh, but you know, that was just a name that I was uh blessed from the big homies, you know, my nigga shout out Bris mm-hmm. And then I took it on for a minute and then my brother Hwood uh traveled with him uh when he got signed. And they kind of just start calling me Vegas, you know, just because of business. Me just getting, you know, being around the money, getting around that bag. Yeah. And, you know, we try to bring the party everywhere we go. Bag so talk. Then, <laughs> bag talk. Shout out to h man. Man, big bro. Big bro taught me a lot, man. So then that, I started carrying on with the Kid Vegas movement um, probably like around
1: 2010.
3: Had to rebrand myself, you know. Man. Didn't want to scare the white people.
1: Right, <laughs> Kid yeah, Vegas, you can't mess that one up. <laughs> Word man, so all right, kid. Vegas. I feel like you know because you've been on the scene for a minute since a youngster. Yeah. But I feel like you're one of them cats that kind of rides under the radar. And what I mean by that is like Mm -hmm. you doing you doing big shit. Right. But I don't think you get the looks that you deserve. Not. Credit for it. How do you feel about that?
3: I I never really, I never really cared. You know, Mm -hmm. like people always want to promote. Like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing this. Like. When, you know, Top Flight said earlier, you know, like, when well, you're getting that money or you getting, if I'm able to supply and feed my kids and live my life the way I want to live it, mm-hmm. it don't matter who's giving me credit, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, any artist, most of any artist that's coming out of this city, I've been involved with their music or worked with them or helped them or booked them or some in some kind of way, you know what I mean? Wrote music in some kind of way. So I never really look for the credit. But then you do eventually get to the point where... You know, you see that that's what they're being notarized for, but they're not mentioning you yeah. when they're being notarized. So then, you know, it kind of interests you a little bit, but that's just what, you know, it's gave me that fight for today, just to kind of do my own thing. And to really, you know, I played the shadows for a long time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So now I'm really just ready to just jump in the forefront and, you know, really take on being a real artist and being a songwriter, being a businessman, an entrepreneur. So, you know, it gets to you, but, you know, at the same time, you just keep playing, you know. I can't make people give me credit, you yeah. Know? But you gonna have to come with that check though. So you know, to come with that. Bang. As long as that check comes,
2: we good. You and know, the credit yeah. can come yeah. later. And so. that's a good point that you bring up. Why does it seem like some of the more successful hip hop artists who are coming out of Denver tend to be the least recognized?
3: Because I mean, when you really work it, you really don't got time to kind of you know what I mean. Like I'm not just focusing on Denver. Denver's like my playground market, like. I, I put out an album An album I can make here I can make an album For 5 to 10 grand If I go to LA I'm making that same album For 60 to 80 grand You right. feel me So I look at Denver As a place to really Have You know It's really resourceful For me It's really You know It's not expensive For me to do what I love And it's, and it's very easy For me to get that You know Get to the money I know the promoters I know all the top guys I've been around yeah. Everybody since a youngster You know what I mean So It's easy for me To station here You know what I mean But when you're busy and you're doing that, you don't need all that extra credit. You know what I mean? All that other shit is just hoopla, you know? So you just keep working. As long as you get that money, bro, no check is guaranteed. So I'm focusing on the next check, you know what I mean? Like, right. if, the, if, the, if, the, if the accolades come, if the accolades come, then fuck it. You know what I mean? We weren't running it up. A Grammy, I don't really care about a Grammy. You know what I mean? Things like that. Like, I care about feeding my family, you know right. what I mean? So that's what's most important.
2: So what was it like having a brother uh, being signed to Dark Child? What do you, what do you Man, feel like it did for your career? Fucking
3: crazy, bro. Like, I've seen everything that, you know, you can imagine seeing in a fucking movie. Like, when I was 16, 17, 18 in L.A., we two dimmer niggas from the Bellows. Right? Right. We don't know what we're doing, you know what I'm saying? We just out here in Hollywood trying to get it. And, you know, that shit changed my life because i seen what, what works. And being around that money, being around that power... And then seeing that it's the same shit, you know, on every level, you know, just cause this guy is making $300,000 a month or whatever, they still people, Mm. you know, they still got problems. That nigga still beefing with his wife. You know what I'm saying? That Mm. nigga, you know what I mean? So that shit was real to me. Like I always thought like money changed that. Right. You know what I mean? But money don't really change that. You know what I mean? Honestly, if you ain't worried about money, then what are you worried about? Those people with money, they not worried about money. So they worry about all the other drama they got in their life. You know what I mean? And it seems like it's amplified because they ain't worried about money. Right. So the higher level you go, you know, it it just taught me that you got to stay humble and stay grounded. And, you know, it taught me so many things about how doing the shit the right way. Like being here from Denver, we don't know. We don't know how to put out records. We don't know how to promote ourselves. We don't know how to network market, you know. And then immersing yourself into a new city is a beast. You go somewhere by yourself and really gotta get it. And you don't know all the promoters. And you don't know the promoters. <laughs> yeah. You don't know, like, me and bro, we, we used to talk to, like, honestly, I dead ass. Me and bro really got on with, like, talking to, to all the go go dancers and shit. Mm. Like, cause they was the easiest ones to talk to. Right. You know what I mean? You talk to the go go dancer, she talked to the DJ, you know what I mean? And women run the world. I don't care what niggas say. Right. You feel me? A nigga could promote your record all day, but the ones that really make moves in these major cities is women. So, you know that's kind of how Bro got on—just networking, talking to go-go dancers, talking to fucking—you know, getting that music to DJs. Right. Just incredible, all these other DJs. I watched these guys. You know, Just Incredibles program director, one of Power One Hundred Six now. I was standing next to this nigga in the club when he was an opener DJ. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so you just keep those relationships, and then you know, eventually, you know, it it popped off and made it happen. I met Rodney. Rodney, I met Diddy in the studio one time I met all these crazy people And it just, it changes your perspective When you actually see a nigga with a $300,000 watch on You know yeah. what I'm saying? Off of music money right. You know what I'm saying? So that, that that changed me a lot So when I was there for those two years You know, it was like my school mm. Like I called it Hollywood University mm. You feel me? So
2: Do you ever feel like you still Or have ever lived in H. Wood's shadow Because of his success?
3: Oh yeah, I mean there, it's, it's inevitable you know what I mean? But
2: I was watching somebody.
3: or somebody on World Star. Niggas were saying, like, uh, you know, people rather just hate on you than get next to that bag. You know what I'm saying? If your brother got signed and your brother got signed, what you going to do? Nigga? Right. I, so I, that's what I did. That's what I chose to do. Plus, I wasn't going to let him go fight by himself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So if I had to carry bags, if I had to be the DJ, if I had to be the nigga rolling 20 blunts a day, if I had to be... <laughs> but. That's what motivated me to learn, you know what I mean, and, and, and be able to absorb those opportunities. I would never change it in the world, you know. So I've there's been moments where, you know, I've lost sleep over it because it's not always a good thing, you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, you know, I feel like I've worked my way over the last few years to kind of just build my own my own name
1: and my own Fet relationships with these carve people. Carve your own path. Yep. Word. Do you feel like anybody ever tries to... Sabotage that path intentionally.
3: Oh man, you mean between between my brother or between any other
1: relationship? I mean, just connection? with you, like, because I said like, I feel like sometimes you don't get the accolades that you deserve. Oh yeah, and we know how the politics politics of the game go, especially locally. And hey,
2: we've had some people talk about you know being blackballed or. Oh you know, yeah,
3: no, I mean it, it definitely plays a part, man. I mean. You got you to gotta know You got to watch Who you around You yeah. know what I'm saying You got to watch Who you with Like I basically When I came back From Denver It was like I was living in the NFL You know what I'm saying Like all my homies DT Von Miller Julius Thomas All these niggas No shine yeah. Ronnie Hillman Like
1: Damn y'all do be wrong
0: with That the, was the, That with was what I lead. was around
3: Bro yeah. you know what I'm saying So It it's a good and it's a bad thing, you know what I'm saying? Because I've had situations where my brothers, you know what I mean? Or I might have chopped, you know, a bitch and now she hating on this. and then yeah. You know what I mean? She know this promoter and then that shit shut this business down because, you know what I mean, they don't like. It. It's petty shit, bro. You know, it's petty shit everywhere you go. So, you just, you know, I, I just move different now. You
1: yeah. know what I mean? Just work different. So, <laughs> when shit gets extra pity, it turns into beef. Oh, man.
2: Beef. Beef. That's what's for dinner?
1: Bye, yeah, man. Bye, so, beef. you've partaken in, in a couple Shopping beefs. Uh, I've been immersed into the beef. So, one of the most notable ones is you and this guy, Trev Rich. Man, how did that situation oh. even take Because it, it felt like it got really big for no reason.
2: It was blown up. I just though. need to know who started rapping with the drummer first. That's <laughs> what I need to know. <laughs> Who was I rapping very, with the drummer man. first, so we could just. As, I'm glad that you
3: know that, though, Davy. Put it to rap. That rest. was kind of the
1: root. I said. Explain I, this to the people that don't know.
2: Who was trapping so, and rapping first?
1: I'm glad this nigga. Knows.
3: <laughs> I'm glad. Everybody, everybody saying they I'm was trapping and he rapping. knows his facts. Okay, come on. Uh, with it. That's that's literally how the beef rooted from. though. I mean, and it was I don't even call it beef, bro. Like. Nigga, we all grew up together. Niggas is all brothers. You know what I'm saying? AP, Squeezy Game, That that's my brother. You know what I'm saying? all like, some
2: bars, though. You know.
0: But,
3: yeah, it's it's a sport, though. You know what yeah. I mean? And the thing with me is, is you know, I guess that was one of my moments, graffiti, where,
1: you know. It's all good. Party good? foul in the background. You good? <laughs> I guess that was
3: one of my moments where I felt like I wasn't being, you know, notarized for certain shit. Because mm. um, you get a feeling like niggas. Niggas copy you But they, they overlook you But they copying. You, you know right. what I mean And I'm not saying I'm the originator Of nothing Like I actually The first person I seen perform With a drummer Was Waka Flocka In LA hmm. So when I got The opportunity To do the show With Waka Flocka You know It just made sense You know My guy Rob T. Shout out Rob T. You know We was trying to Make it work for a minute And it just makes sense To make it happen So I kind of You know Started doing it Bringing it to the city You know what I mean I didn't Originate shit You know what I mean Nothing yeah. new There's nothing new Under the sun You know what I mean But I felt like You know I was kind of Bringing it to the city And then I want Of course I want My jump drummer to be booked You know what I'm saying I can't book him Every night He gotta yeah. feed his family So it was never No beef around the situation It just kind of Was those comments Where it's like Okay I'm being overlooked But You like what I'm doing Enough to Emulate it Emulate it Right. So Ooh. I said a comment like that, and it wasn't directed to nobody. It wasn't directed to nobody, and you just I mean, I just threw it in the air. And I just who it who, who the caught air. it? Who caught it? Who gonna catch this shot? Man. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, if man, graffiti, I mean, y'all know shit. me. Like, I don't really post too much, you know, personal shit. And yeah. like, my I don't post too much shit like that. You know, what I mean, it's all business. So when I said that, I feel like it just got blown way out of proportion. Right. And then you know, you know, Squeezy jumped in, and everybody jumped in, had their opinion. So. I will say, I didn't. I didn't back down from the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta always protect your brand. You know what I'm saying? You gotta always pre- protect what's yours. And I'm, I'm gonna be the first nigga to tell you that. So, I mean, when if niggas is coming for me, I'm not gonna back down. You yeah. know what I mean? And honestly, I feel like people blew the wrong record up. Like they took my first record and said that was a diss track, and it what, really what wasn't was, even. What this was track. that record again? Uh, Wave. Yeah, and what's crazy is 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 Trev and Ray Ray Reed was actually supposed to be on that record, mm-hmm. so and we were already working on that for probably like a month and a half, and so he's on the record originally, and I just decided to leak it without him, right? And mm-hmm. people blew that up as like the district, like wave, this and is the diss like... track, They had the whole wave movement, the concert thing, whatever, whatever. So I kind of knew what was going to come out of it, but you know.
2: Was it a tactical decision to it leak was it? Or was, was it emo- to out, or was it an emotional I'm gonna, I'm gonna decision like track.
3: it could have been like man, fuck these been, it could have been a little emotional. It was I, but I, at the time I felt like it yeah, was tactical. Way, yeah. And um you know, I I leaked that and then people blew that up as that was a diss track. The actual diss track that I did make, I feel like people kinda just brushed
2: under the rug. Yeah, I was gonna say, at what point should it have did you feel like you needed to put it on wax?
3: Everything got to be on wax, nigga. I'm not. I'm not beefing with niggas on Facebook. Like I had a hundred comments on my comment. You know what I mean on my on my post. Like, yeah. it, especially if it's rapper niggas. Like if you got an issue, put that shit on wax. If you got a, I mean, if Trev, like if I was Trev, I would have never came after me or said anything about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh,
2: that, he just Trev? gave
3: me more fans. You know yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? Ooh. So Reverse it wasn't promotion. Yeah. So if I was in his position, you know what I mean. So it wasn't. It's not, a, it's not a bad thing, though. It's a sport. Like, I feel like it's building a culture out here. We don't have a hip-hop culture. So for us to kind of have that moment and everybody tuning in, yeah. like, that's what the city needs.
1: I ain't going to lie, though. That shit got mad weird, bro. Because <laughs> it, it got weird. Because, you know, especially knowing y'all niggas. I know. It well, was yeah. like, all right, as a fan of hip-hop, we I want y'all to it. take each other's heads off. Right. But I'm like, all right, when I see these niggas out. Like, well, it's it's not even me and Trev though. though. It's not
3: even me and Trev though. Like me and yeah, Trev yeah. laughed about the shit. I put he, he called my brother a pop nigga, and I put out a track that he was doing pop to Sending my brother in two thousand seven. Like yeah. he, he like, bro, how you? I don't I was even remember to, that, like, that like, damn, song. Damn, he must like, got this shit like, all my yeah, space. Exact, <laughs> nah,
1: it was literally
3: <laughs> direct records that you know what I mean. Everybody was. I mean, of course, yeah. people seen could it be you, and then everybody was sending pop records in. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, you know, but. It's fun though You know what I mean Me and that nigga laughed about that shit You know yeah. what I mean so It wasn't good. really us It yeah. was really it's, It was everybody
1: else around us yeah. Like Oh beef this You know niggas call it Oh get this Raider. Right. You know what I mean it Since was that. we talking about it Let me tell you when it got really weird And I <laughs> think yeah. you know uh, It got really weird When K-Tone got involved <laughs> Oh by the time K-Tone got into
3: it When the
1: like, DJ starts dissing niggas Yeah and no, By the time <laughs> K-Tone And honestly I
3: never to this day I didn't even hear Um K tones disc record. I I know that he went after low. Yeah, and I know, you know, um, he might have mentioned
1: something about me, and that's what people were telling me. But I didn't even listen. to He said, "Why are you I going to do trip? that to Kid Vegas' career?" <laughs> <laughs> that was like the first line of the song. So I was like, well, this, "This is kind of awkward."
3: Nah, it, it was. It's, it needed to happen, bro. Like like I said, it's entertainment. You know, yeah. we don't have a culture. We building our culture out here, and you know for. For anybody out there that's confused, like nigga, there's no beef. It was the people around us, like, Type that it took it too far. There's no personal beef, but for the for the art of the music and the sport, nigga, of course, you don't know, come after my brand. I'll come after your brand. You know, fair square. We shake hands. We keep it pushing. Whatever. You know what I mean? That nigga's doing just
1: fine. I'm doing just fine. So in hindsight, do you look at it like it was a good little promo opportunity, or was it even worth it at the time? Ah. I, I mean, think, it, was, I think it did great.
3: Game. I didn't think it did great. I mean, I think what it did backfire on me is, is like, you got a lot of people that are in his corner. Mm. Um, there are some of those important people right. that were, were afraid to, like, put us on the same bill. I mean, even to this day, you probably won't see us on the same bill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because people are still afraid.
1: Not because they think we're going to
3: fight backstage, but the people in the crowd. You know what I'm
1: yeah. saying? You know?
3: People, some people just. That's what ju- I mean by ju- it got
1: weird. Because yeah. it was like politically, it's like, all right, so I rock with this guy's record, I rock with him, I rock with this guy. But we can't book these niggas together because no. it appears to be an issue between their following. And not, not even not, necessarily y'all, but between the people that fuck with you and fuck with him. Right. They can't fuck with each other.
3: Nah, so. it's not an issue. And for all
1: the promoters that need to know, y'all can book us on the same bill, it's okay.
2: That's right. my, so you it's certainly don't have a problem getting booked, though, because you. Yeah, you, oh, you got some tours coming up? Oh yeah, man. A couple yeah, things
3: coming, that, man couple things coming I've been blessed to just maintain relationships And shit, you lose some, you win some And then you get some back So, you know, that's kind of how the story goes And I'm glad that I'm here to be able to just do what I love You know what I mean? Shit, make a dollar, two dollars, ten dollars, four dollars, shit Music don't cost nothing, you know what I mean? Like, especially now with the team that I have And the shit that I have behind me um, Shout out Caregivers for Life um, late night crew, fam Apex Bureau. Like now I'm finally in a position where I could just create, you know what I'm saying? So it's like the ideas and everything. Oh, that's the free part. You know what I mean? Like, so finally I'm at that position. Um, to do that and then do the touring thing is is amazing. I've been touring here and there for, for a while, but um these
1: are starting to be some major tours, so I'm so excited. what's the specific major tour that you got coming up? Man. Talk about
3: that How that even came about Hustle Gang Hustle Gang tour man So that new album is uh, Called Hustle Ministry uh, And it's just kind of Both part of my life man Like I'm, it was hustle And a ministry That's been my whole life You know what I'm saying And what I want to do Is inspire people to hustle yeah. You know what I mean Hustle go get it Don't don't take no for answer You know what I mean Don't step down from that job Or don't You know what I mean Whatever it is Bruh. You know push yourself To the next level And um it just made sense. Shout out my guys uh, in Florida, Dwayne Williams, World and have been working with them for a minute. They put me on like Juicy J tour, Locks
2: tour, Big Crit tour. Yeah. Um, you know, just little spot dates here and there. Um, yeah, I was going to say, because, you know, I I think it's one thing for, you know, when artists come to a city and then you just, just the open. local acts open up. But you've actually been traveling with a lot oh, of these man. artists. Yeah,
3: like now it's, it's like I'm just trying to put my miles in. You know what I mean? Like they say you got to put 10,000 hours in. You know what I mm-hmm. feel like? You got to put your miles in too. You know, like we can't, we don't get the luxury of waiting to get fans out here. We got to go get them. You right. know what I'm saying? So I'm out there shaking hands trying to kiss babies. You know what I mean? And like. Any opportunity, any hand is a new... One hand can change your whole life. You know right. what I'm saying? So, that that's what I go get. And, you know, there's been, like I said, there's been some bad experiences and there's been some good experiences, you know, but you just got to go get it. You Word.
1: know what I'm saying? So, how does that, I mean, like, come about, you get that phone call like, yo, you're going to be opening up on T.I.'s tour. <laughs> like, just...
3: Well that that was actually like my my guy Dwayne really and see he's pretty consistent like he he normally try to get me one or two things a year two or three things a year um and I don't just I don't just... I'm not just an artist waiting for a phone call. Like, I actively, actively book myself. I actively have people and, and people. We put up money for concerts and we yeah. do things ourselves. So I get involved in a different level where I'm not just waiting as an artist. You know what I mean? Like, last year we did the Dreamville Tour. Right. Um, we did the uh, B.O.B. F-T-S-U, F.T.F.U. Tour with uh, Scotty ATL. Yeah. Um, so I, I try to get in where I fit in. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you got to kind of boss up. So, you know... It's like a scratch my back, scratch your relationship when it, when, it's, when it's a phone call from him. Like, if he's calling me, I know it's something big or he's not going to call me at all. You right. know what I mean? So, um, you know, that point of receiving the T.I. situation was just kind of like him helping me really, like, he hearing the music. You know, he came out here. I've been working on the album for like three, four months. And people are really hearing me change as an artist now. Mm. So... It's, this is a decision that could have been made a long time ago. He does big tours, festivals all the time, you know. But you got to be ready, you know. Yeah. And I and I feel like I wasn't ready yet for that big step. But you know, now people are starting to see that starting I've been really that putting group. that work. Yeah. So right. he, he he came out here. He heard a little bit of the album, and you know, he took he took me to L.A. for a little bit, and then you know, he came back and he was like, "Hey, I let you. I got something." So it worked out, and you know, I'll do this Ti tour uh, beginning of June. And then uh we got a couple things coming out to that too, man. So
1: Hell yeah. Man. This shit, bro. You stay working, man. You stay working.
3: You stay Try working. to, bro. I'm trying to be like y'all, man. man. Av Emmy on the
1: album. <coughs> yeah, shout outs to Av Emmy. Shout out to Av Emmy. look him up yeah. if you haven't, man. Shout <laughs> out
2: to Av Emmy. He's great great guy.
1: <laughs> great guy. What? Yeah, man. Well, we appreciate you coming through, bro. Any knowledge you wanna leave with the world?
3: No, nah, man, uh no?
1: shit. Just do
3: you. <laughs> Do you You know what I mean And be patient You know what I mean Be patient Don't give up You gotta chip away At this shit You know Every day And remember It's three parts It ain't just music And business It's politics too So watch who you piss off You know what I mean Thanks Just believe in yourself 100
1: Work Straight up Good shit man Where can we find you At on social media
3: Man find me everywhere I am Kid Vegas Except Twitter Twitter is You love Kid Vegas Letter U L-O-V-E-K-I-D V-E-G-A-S
1: Fire. What about your
3: music? Where can we hear you at? Man, new album coming, Hustle Ministry. That's going. We're gonna drop that right before the Ti tour too. So it's two albums coming this this year. Um, but make sure you stay tuned. That'll be on all your you know major platforms, Spotify, iTunes, all that. But you can check me out at New Music Kid Vegas um, on SoundCloud. So okay, oh, let's get it.
1: Hell yeah, appreciate you, bro. Let's make some noise for Kid Vegas. Thanks for coming through. <laughs> that's the damn show. <laughs> good shit, good shit. My name is Life is Dope Podcast. I'm the I'm Davey. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Skirt. <laughs>
0: Its biggest stars all week long. Performances by John Legend, Little Big Town, Machine Gun Kelly, and Common. And appearances by Usher, Josh Groban, Queen Latifah, and more. Get ready, y'all. The Kelly Clarkson Show. All new season two. Weekdays at three on NBC Bay Area. This is the sound of regular water droplets. This is the sound of vitamin water droplets. Regular water, vitamin water. Regular water, vitamin water. Hey, come on now. Vitamin water. It has vitamins, but also parties. Copyright 2020, Glasso.